metronome. It's on the template. I don't want to make a new template. I keep forgetting to take it off. Why? You don't like that? No, it hurts my eardrums. When you record, do you record to a metronome? No. Why? I never did. I mean, I started to work with them more recently, but I, I used to not, but now I'm really seeing the the importance of them. Yeah, it really helps, like, keeping things on time. Such is the job. The point of the metronome. Of the metronome. I teach with one a lot. Your guess is good as mine, Larry. Inspector Clay's dead. Murdered. And somebody's responsible. Try again. <laughs> no, hey. shouldn't have started there. Hey. Hey, uh, you guys. Back that was a terrible sloth. Can you do yeah. a good sloth? I don't know. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. I don't know. I don't remember really how he does it. Have you ever done the truffle shuffle before? Yeah, back when I was kind of fat. Yeah. Like by force? Nobody's made me do it. They actually. Well, then it doesn't really count. Every time I tried to do it, people would tell me to put my shirt back on. <laughs> so. <laughs> I love the idea of a bully being like, do the truffle shuffle, chubby. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and you go to do it, and they're like, nope, put it back on. <laughs> we made a mistake. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. <laughs> the worst part is, they were his best friends. Some friends. I know. The 80s were different, though. That was friendship was just. And can you, when you watch The Goonies as a kid, did you ever think, wow, Corey Feldman is going to make some really bad music in the future? I didn't. Did you listen to his CD? No, I heard because he played, um, he played in Omaha. I wanted to go in like so the bad. last two years. Wasn't it? It wasn't at um. Do you remember where it was? Was it not at the Pinnacle? Oh, it was something big. I thought it was at like Olivers. No, I th- well maybe maybe I'm remembering it wrong. But I thought it. I thought it was an arena. 
I don't know. I heard it did not go well. I mean, and it's unfortunate because he really does have like a tragic. And the fact that like people don't believe him. I think more people are believing him now that like more because he was at the front lines like he started bringing Hollywood to light. Yeah. But even when like the Harvey Weinstein stuff started happening and then Corey Feldman was like, yeah, guys, me too. Remember how I've been talking about this for a long time? And And everyone was like stop but no not you he <laughs> shot himself in the foot by making that cd Corey feldman and his angels or something like <laughs> that and then performing on a talk show but he oh my god it just seemed like he was a rock star after the rock stars falling out but he never had that first part where he was loved as, as a, a rock kid. star as a rock star. what's your top three feldman movies Goonies, Lost Boys, Lost Boys 2. There's a second Lost Boys? There's three. And he's in the second one. Maybe it's Lost Boys 3. There's one that's all about the Frog Brothers. Okay. I wasn't a big Lost Boys person. I just, it didn't enter my life at the right time. Right. That being said, I would do anything for Kiefer Sutherland. I always said that because I thought it took place in Corpus Christi, Anytime somebody would bring that place up, it'd be like, there's vampires there. Even though they constantly talk about Santa wherever they live. See, you don't even know. It's Santa something, and it's in California. The Santa Maria? But that's like a huge, (coughs) that's like a huge part of it. Santa Cruz? Yeah, it's Santa Cruz, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is a big part of it. I don't know why I thought it was That's a huge part of it is where it's based. Well, you would think Corpus Christi is where they would base it out because. Why? Corpse. There, there's no corpses though. They're vampires. They eat. They leave them behind. Or but if you get thralls. bit by a vampire, but they don't eat them like their food. It really depends on the lore. But this, you know what? This brings me to this de- this long poll that I've been taking, and it's honestly pretty close to fifty fifty. Um, would you rather any lore? You want to be Nosferatu, or the American werewolf in London. Would you rather be a vampire or a werewolf? Hmm. I do not want to live forever, but I also don't want to hurt other people. And werewolves, well, the they don't only just turn people into werewolves. They do kill. They, like, maim. Yeah. But vampires, and again, different lore, but historically, they just bite you and then make you live forever. Yeah, I th- but there's, like, a... There's like a. Can I be a Frankenstein? I mean, I guess that's like third party, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm voting Frankenstein. But the thing with you don't necessarily have to live forever. Like when you're ready, you just go stand out in the sun. Do you have that? Like your legs would let you walk out there, or does it have to be by force? I don't think Bram Stoker ever addressed that. I don't know. Like at least in Skyrim, you would be live forever because the sun doesn't kill you; it just makes you weaker. But in Oblivion, you'd start on fire if you were out in the daytime. <laughs> and then if, you, if you're Dracula, I think it fucks you up pretty bad, but it doesn't kill you. Can I be the Invisible Man? Are you talking about the new movie or like I haven't Hollow seen Man? the new one. I was thinking about like... I wouldn't want to be Circa Hollow Circa like 1944 or whenever oh, the that first one came out. Which I mean, I think the concept's the same. It's a guy who's invisible. Right. 
Well, I mean, or a mummy. There's or like a Hollow creature. Man with Kevin Bacon. Is he in that? Um, Do you where? believe in the like seven steps away from Kevin Bacon or whatever it's called? What? Seven, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. He is in Hollow Man. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. That's why I don't know. What? Oh, I'm about to change your life. I'm not hip. Oh. So there's a thing called Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon, and it's this theory that everyone in the world is only like seven relatives away from being related to Kevin Bacon. What the fuck? Yeah. It's a parlor game where players challenge each other to find the shortest path between an arbitrary actor and a prolific actor, Kevin Bacon, linked by films they have appeared in together. I don't... I guess there's that if you want to be... Mo- that's probably where it originated from. It's one of those things where it just gets like passed down. And what I've always heard is that it's everybody in the world is no more than like seven relatives away. Actors would be easier and make more sense, but if you really want to challenge yourself, if you really want to build that ancestry tree... <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, and I just found like how it started in 1994, the year I was born, and also the year that Ryan's friend Chris, who tattooed me, started tattooing on my birthday because it's also his birthday. The small world. Yeah. He said when he was 20 years old, he started tattooing. Here's to you, Brian. Brian? My name's Brett. Brian. Chris. Chris. Or. Chris or. <laughs> Chris. Or. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> it's it's Ryan's friend. By the way, did we say our names? We said it last week. If they don't know, they don't need it to know. It doesn't matter. I'm Brett. That's Kennedy. He's Bert. I'm. It's in. Shemp. It's in the description. Yeah, Burton Shemp. <laughs> Burton <gasps> Shemp. Is it? Who? Uh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay, we thought we had technical difficulties like oh, the first time we tried this, but it seems like the computer was just just our our uh, getting confused. Classic know. weekly bit of Brett screwing everything up. I do my best. Um, I do my best. Yeah, I guess you, you just try to keep an eye on that since you are facing it directly and I'm looking at the wall. I'll be too busy thinking about Kevin Bacon. Be too busy looking at the one I think here website Sedgwick, that you pull up. I have four websites, thank you. And you I'll probably shut my laptop halfway into this and not look at any of yeah, them. Yeah, you looked at Steve for like an hour last week. Okay, on eBay. So, it's different. But anyways, yeah, it started in 1994. Um, What did? The Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Oh. These college students in Pennsylvania were watching Footloose, and then Quicksilver came on, and they they had decided that any mainstream actor around that time had either played with Kevin Bacon or been in a movie where their co-star had been with Kevin Bacon. So then they started kind of like a family tree from that. 
So I wonder how, because I feel like I heard something about Kira Sedgwick doing it and then realizing that like she was related. Because I feel like somehow it became like a family thing instead of just like a cinematic thing. I'm sure it evolved. Hmm. I don't know. If only I had something to look stuff up. doesn't matter. It's got nothing to do with our movie. Although we could try and draw lines from somebody in this movie to Kevin Bacon. Yeah, because they're, I mean... If I'm not mistaken, some of these actors in Slumber Party Massacre kind of had a career. I think you are mistaken. <laughs> mm, might be. No, it was... Uh, Didn't Michelle Michaels do some stuff? Yeah, probably. It's no... Uh, not really. No samurai cop, but, you know. Who is uh, it? Someone... I think Michelle Michaels herself has more of a billing history than the whole cast of... Samurai Cop. That is also probably accurate. Um, oh, yes, Jones. <laughs> Amy Holden Jones did Mystic Pizza. Uh, Robin Steely, Steely uh, was in Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball Bolorama. The classic Slime Ball Bolorama. With Sorority Babes. As part of a sorority ritual, pledges and their male companions steal a trophy from a bowling alley. Unbeknownst to them, it belongs to the devilish imp who makes their lives a living hell. What's an imp? It's like a small demon. <laughs> like, you know, those little, uh, they're, they're tiny. They're like cronies. So, for the what devil. does the adjective impish mean? Uh, small and dumb, I think. Because they're not <laughs> smart. I mean, look at this guy. Like, <laughs> He looks like one of those monkeys that does the Oh yeah, things. like the inclined to do slightly naughty things for fun, mischievous. Huh. So it's kind of like So it's a lot like Minx. Just makes me think of Dwight Schrute. What was his Christmas guy called? Who? Dwight's Christmas guy. Um it was, um, fuck. Don't, if you find it, don't tell me because I know it. I just watched this episode. Uh, I'm looking it up. He had that partner that was black. Nate. Yeah, and they cut it out on Netflix. Yeah, because he, there's that, I thought so, because there's that scene where he walks up in the blackface and then he pulls out his phone and then turns right around. Yeah, and, and he, he texts him, but like not. Yeah, and you see him later and he's got the makeup like halfway yeah, up. Yeah, they still show that part. Yeah. Because I was like, I was looking forward to that because I thought that was fucking hilarious. I was like walking up, sees the text and just goes, nope. But the blackface part isn't. I get why they <laughs> took it out. <laughs> you made it seem like, God, I was so looking forward to blackface. It's hilarious. Yeah, no, that part's not funny. It's just how Nate reacts. I love things like that. Where oh, it's he's like you have a plan and then you text somebody and they, they he's just the most right underrated character from that show. I now he's only in like the last two seasons, but. I was just talking to my roommate about how he underutilized he is compared to how overutilized Nellie is. Yeah. B- I He's also funny in... He's probably the funniest character in What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. But same with Trevor. Trevor from... From The Office. I'm trying to remember Trevor. He's the one that is like the hitman when Angela <gasps> finds out. Yes. Yes. 
that Trevor. Oh, that's because it's Chris Gethard. Oh my God, that's so fucking funny. You tell Trevor has, like, to jump. He says, "On who?" <laughs> that Trevor, he likes he to jump on people. He goes in with the sandwich, and it has the lead <laughs> pipe in it. It's like sticking out like three yeah. inches. And he's like. Uh, delivery for Oscar Martinez. He's like out of breath and wide eyed. And Kevin walks up and he goes, um, I'm Oscar Martinez. <laughs> My favorite <laughs> moment with Trevor is when they're interviewing for the job and then they find out that Dwight's not giving it to any of them. So they go, yeah, let's go do paintball. He goes, oh, can you guys wait till five o'clock? I mean, that's when I'm off. <laughs> and then Trevor turns around and goes, and what are we supposed to do until then? <laughs> what? Okay, okay. I love Chris Gethard so much. I highly recommend. He had a public access show that then got picked up. by I saw it on True TV, but I think it was picked up by multiple networks. And I think it was based, he was living in New York, but he's from Jersey. And like the Jersey punk scene, because he's a stand-up. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had a public access show that was so good. It was so funny. Um, and you can find a bunch of them on YouTube. It's really good stuff. I don't think they make them anymore. Um, there was a really funny episode where they had Paul Shear on and um, what is Dennis Feinstein's real name? I always forget. And it's like not an easy name to forget either. Um, but they were on and they had this huge dumpster and the whole episode, like the game was to guess what was in the dumpster. And do you want to know what was in the dumpster? Pizza. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> oh, Jesus. The actual Paul Giamatti. And they almost guessed it. Like they said Paul Giamatti, but like they, they like danced around it. Oh, it's good stuff. I just ruined the episode for anyone who was like, this sounds like a fun show. That's all right. But if you like Paul Giamatti and trash cans. <laughs> His original name was Dante Fierro, but he changed <laughs> Dennis Feinstein because it sounded more exotic. Um, What's his name? The actor? Yeah. I don't know. That's what I was looking up. What? What did you think? I you were looking up Dante Fierro? I know Dante Fierro. Oh, sorry. Jason. Manzukis. Thank you. Jason Manzoukas. I did not want to try to pronounce that. Because he's also in Big Mouth, and I'm really looking forward to the new season of Big Mouth. Hank Mardukas. Did you watch that Valentine's Day thing earlier this year from Big Mouth? Oh, when they all did the... Wait, what? It was just like an hour-long I don't, special. I don't know if I know what you're talking about. It I saw when they did the COVID relief thing, and they all did like a lo- like a script reading. Oh, uh, no, it was like an actual, like, holiday thing. It was a Valentine's thing. Like the episode? Yeah. 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 Was that separate from the season? Because I st- only started watching Big Mouth I think since, like, COVID started. I think it's its own standalone thing. Yeah, but isn't it so great how accurate a lot of those things are? Yeah. And I have a hard time telling people about that show because when I describe it, People would probably say it's dirty. It's very dirty. But. It's definitely aggressive. I think that's a better way to put it because I think part of the show and part of the charm is it's coming from that middle school perspective. And it's not necessarily. I mean, these are things that like we should be talking about. They're obviously doing it in an exaggerated way. But it's hard for me to be uh, like tell people 
that it's dirty when these are real life things that we've all been through. It's yeah. It's yeah, I don't know. It's it's honest about yeah. things that you don't really want to talk about. Yeah. Because I mean there's like, you know, there's all these giant dancing penises and all that kind of stuff too. Right, but there's also awkward boners and wet dreams and Yeah. Like And also like heartache and yeah, stuff like and dress codes and friendships and Yeah, being like I'm in love with my best friend but it's not mutual and how to you know, there's nothing worse than being in love with someone and having it be the unrequited type. Yeah. But got it it happens to everybody. Happens to me <laughs> too much. <laughs> I think it happens to everybody a little bit too much. It's fine. It's whatever. But um but know. speaking of unrequited love there's no transition there. I just wanted to say something about how DMX loves oh, Casio I keyboards. I love DMX. And this week's movie, Slumber Party Massacre, the whole score was made on a Casio keyboard. That's tight. That's tight. Yeah. How did you learn that DMX loved Casio? Did Have you, you heard any of his music? It's all done on a Casio? Yeah. Oh. Maybe not necessarily anymore, but his first few albums, like, if y'all gonna make me lose my mind, that's a Casio. <laughs> no, not so much that. But like, <laughs> the dun 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 dun. dun. Fair. That's a sound on a Casio keyboard. But what if it was like a Yamaha? Yamaha's fucking posers, and DMX is a real he would never motherfucker. He w- he goes Casio top shelf. Hmm. Well. I'm going to look into that. I don't know. Next week, we're going to bring DMX on. <laughs> Confirm or deny, we'll Zoom call him. I'll email him. I'll see if he's up for it. We'll see. Just you think he would. Like, what's he doing right <laughs> DMX now? DMX at gmail.com. See <laughs> just anyone. That's I was that should be a running thing where we just email celebrities, but we guess their emails. <laughs> if I was <laughs> able to track down all-time low, I think I can handle DMX. Oh, you just randomly... What what did you do? Like I got in touch with their tour manager and was how? able to set up so that I was the one to get up on stage during Time Bomb. Oh, didn't you do like a fake proposal? Yeah. Yeah, I was there and I remember watching I know, that's that, why but I we didn't know each other. I yet. know. That's why I was like, you don't know what I'm talking about right now? We, we've talked about this. And what year would that have been? It was the Was it in Lincoln or was it, was it in Omaha? 2013. It was the year I moved here. It was at the Persian Center in Lincoln. Yep, I remember they were with the Wonder Years and handguns and a day to remember. Nope, that's a different one. They that that happened. Yeah, yeah I know Wonder it years, happened. I was there, but that wasn't the one. Was it the one that was like? It was. It was handguns, not the Wonder Years. I'm sorry, I fucked that up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> handguns. Um, God, that band that has the CD, Real Talk. Real friends. <laughs> No. no, Man Overboard. Man Overboard. <gasps> that was in Omaha. That was in Omaha? Yeah, that was at the Slowdown. Wasn't mm, it? No, 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 that it was, was at the Bourbon. bourbon. Yep, it was, it at, was the bourbon. at the Bourbon. Because I, I was like, I know I was present for that. Yes, because yep. I, I loved Man Overboard. Yeah, um, they were really good. I still have my, my sweatshirt that everyone had. Did you listen to our cover of Love Your Friends Die Laughing? I did. Which I thing? Did. It was 
awful. No. <laughs> I, I'd be yeah, I want you to be honest with how you thought about it. <laughs> like if you if you thought there were pieces that could have been better. I didn't I mean, I don't remember it in detail, but I remember right. being like, Oh, cool. Like I I just I love the acoustic and I now I feel like a bad friend. Well, it was a while ago. You guys mind. didn't just release it. No, it was yeah, it was a minute, but it was like we didn't do anything. Just so everyone we knows. We just put it up. I'm an okay friend. <laughs> I'm not great, but I'm not the worst. It was like a thing we decided to do one night because we couldn't. We had writer's block, and I was telling him about, because I introduced Gage to that song. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, hey, this is the electric version. And I've always thought it builds to nothing. Yeah. And so I, then we did it, and I was like, let's make it a little more upbeat, maybe make some more, make it feel more like a conscious song. Where yeah. Where there's like the verse, and then it well, blows Well, did they do it acoustic first? Is that why it's like that? No, the electric one came first, mm. and the acoustic is just way better, I think. It's a good yeah, well, song. that's the one that got, like, Tumblr popular. You know what's funny is that's I think where I heard it. That's where we all heard it. <laughs> 2011, we were all you know, we were doing sitting our thing on Tumblr. Just sitting in a scooters on our laptops on Tumblr. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, I definitely went through my posy phase. So yeah, but yeah, I think I can if I can orchestrate something like that. I think I can get DMX to talk to us for at least five minutes. I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to try. Think he's on Cameo? He might be on LinkedIn. Justin Long is on Cameo, and I'm having a really hard time not, like, spending $100 to have him say something to me. Who did? Because I am in love with him, and I think that I could win his heart through Cameo. Yeah? Have you seen Comet? Mm-mm. I love that movie. And also... Have you seen Tusk? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> it's doing it again and it's like come on it's like what is who does ryan howard be like i was you know who i've been emailing back and forth with all week this guy like how'd you get their email most of these big name actors are just their name at (laughs) icloud.com i don't remember who he says it was some actor that's like big but you never think about Well, now we know. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll keep y'all updated on on the DMX search. Yeah. But until then. Should we dig into Slumber Party Massacre? Slumber Party Massacre. Mm. Ooh, ooh. Let's watch a movie. Because I feel like the less moving parts that are going, the better off it'll be. That's why I took everything away. Ah. We'll see if the movie crashes it again. I don't know. This computer is still on. So if we need to, I'll swap over. For now, we'll have fun and get to hear it. We will. Not you guys. Losers. You bunch of jabronis. Lame O's. Uh, that ahead. part from All Star where she makes an L of on her forehead, uh, <laughs> <laughs> her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on your forehead because you're an L seven loser. Oh, doesn't that make a square? 
Yeah, he's like, L7 you're loser. Oh, because square is, oh, what? I mean, like, you're a square. I don't remember what that, it's from the Sandlot. I've never seen the Sandlot. Oh, my God. That's when people yell at me about that in Pulp really? Fiction. You haven't seen Pulp Fiction? That actually does surprise me for you. Yeah. Just feels like your aesthetic, you would enjoy it. Still working. Should I be offended by that? I Why? feel like it's when, like, I, I've been told, like, if a guy tells you his favorite movie is Pulp Fiction or Fight Club, run. <laughs> I'm not saying you would, like, necessarily love it. I just think you would enjoy it at least. Well, but we'll yeah, never no. know. That's true, though. People whose favorite movies are Pulp Fiction and Fight Club, they're usually a little bit weird, a little bit scummy. Yeah, they don't ever really get what the movie <laughs> was really about. But what would somebody say about my favorite movie being Zodiac? That you just want to put this age-old crime to rest. Yeah. You just want to find this man, damn it. They did. They know who he who was. No, they don't. Yeah, Rick Marshall. They knew it was him, but they didn't have the evidence to put it on him. Well, they caught him. They didn't catch him, but yeah. there's a couple detectives. They caught him, and his name is Ted Cruz. <laughs> Jesus. Mark Have you Zuckerberg. seen that stuff going around? Someone's got like a sticker of Ted Cruz that says, like, this man ate my son. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't know who started that, but I'm seeing it all around the internet. Just fa- Ted Cruz's face that just says, this man ate my son. Jesus Christ. Well,. If you're at home and you want to watch The Slumber Party Massacre, which you can find on YouTube, I'll give you a moment. Just kidding. Just fucking pause You had 25 minutes, you piece of shit. Yeah, if you haven't looked it up now and you want to, pause the fucking podcast and go to YouTube and look it up. And if it got taken down like Samurai Cop did, it's also there for free to watch with ads. So, (laughs) Anyways, here we go. Starting The Slumber Party Massacre. Cue the Casio keyboard in three, two, one, and we're starting at four seconds in because I'm an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I will say I love the score of this movie. I think I really, really love this movie just generally. So hearing this Casio makes me so happy. Right. It's so much better to hear the movie, I think. But also, yeah. (gasps) Maybe a little bit lower. Okay, Rick Marshall was also Will Ferrell's name in Land of the Lost. Yep. <laughs> I might be wrong. It might not have been Rick Marshall. No, it is. It is? Okay. It is. But yeah, it I fucking love that also movie. was. But now, I'll I'm, assu- I'm pretty sure last week you told me you'd never seen it. but What? Zodiac. I've seen the movie. Oh, have you? The Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. And Mark Ruffalo and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I've seen it. Anthony Edwards. But... God, I miss a paper boy. John Carroll Lynch. Mm-hmm. I can't see him in anything else and be like, yeah. that's not the Zodiac Killer. Yeah. <laughs> He's in that new McDonald's movie with... Keaton? The founder? Yeah. Yeah. And um, fucking Nick Offerman. Oh. And I swear to God, that's just like... That movie is... The prologue to Ron Swanson and the Zodiac Killer. Oh, maybe. Because they just play the same characters, basically. Mm. 
there's so much in this movie. I mean, obviously, we weren't around in the 70s. So we're young bucks. Um, but there's a lot in this movie that makes me just, like, nostalgic. And boobs right away. Yeah, and boobs. the director got so much shit. Or the producer got so much shit for Yeah, and you want to fucking know why? Because she was a woman. And I'm going to have a couple feminist rants throughout this fucking movie. And that, I mean, she's on record saying that nobody gets on Scorsese or Ron Howard for making exploitation yeah. films. And she does it because that's what she was told to do yeah. as a producer. Because if you're a woman, no matter what you do, it's fucking wrong. Uh, I fucking love this movie. I love that it was written, directed, produced by a woman. And then Roger Corman came in to finance it and fucked the whole thing up and was like, put more boobies in it. And that annoys me because it's from a fucking man. But like, if these gals wanted to put boobies in it, let them. So I had it backwards. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know why. The way I read it. In my mind, it became that the director was Roger Corman, but it's not. No, he just financed it. And yeah, he was known he was for those like s- slasher exploitation films. Yeah, he was the executive producer. But so my whole thing with those two is like, they're only called exploitation. I mean, because you kind of get these faceless, nameless female characters and you're just seeing their bodies. But my whole thing with a lot of these horror movies is when it comes down to it, there's a reason... The, like final girls are a thing because there's always like a lone woman who survives and now we could get into the semantics of like well because she didn't smoke weed or she didn't have sex i think it's because women on average are more mentally tough than men yeah and like they don't crack i'm having horrible cramps right now and you're and just you'd never you're know <laughs> right and you're here and you're not fucking like if we can push human beings out of us. Yeah. And yeah. Then Good luck doing that with your wiener, Roger Corman. And then us men, I've seen countless articles about how getting hit in the nuts is worse than pregnancy or giving birth. <laughs> and I'm like... It's always a man just like, this is way more painful. Your ni- my nine-second pain is, no- is like way worse than your nine-month pain. Or the like four days of labor some women have to go through. It's insane that they or don't... Or a cesarean section and having to get all your guts taken out and then put back in and then heal from that, which takes a few months. And then you got that scar that everybody's like, oh, C-section scar, what a yeah. fucking loser. This is another one of those movies where... Uh, <laughs> just a woman painting... Why do and why do women's pants never have back pockets? I don't know, it drives me nuts drives me nuts like is it i think no it's, it's we don't have front pockets we usually have back pockets yeah but pants usually but Sometimes yeah there's a lot of pants don't. coming back that are like the old style from like the 70s yeah and they don't have any pockets it's so frustrating i think it's it might just be to make the butt look better but yeah i don't know like let's function <laughs> over fashion fuck everybody I know. and let's acknowledge that these are high school students hitting on a grown woman that they don't know is just painting a school. And also it's very it's very much like Greece. Yeah. Where everyone that goes to the high school is like forty years old. Well that's just like that show Pen Fifteen on mm-hmm. Hulu. That there she goes. <laughs> ah! How do they not hear that? Like those bands are not 
soundproofed. And she's screaming hard. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention there's people everywhere. And I love that the main killing weapon in this is a drill. It doesn't seem, I mean, it'll do the job, obviously, but it doesn't seem like the most effective tool because of the curve. I think it might be metaphorical. For a curvy penis? No, just like penises. They're just fucking women. Oh. How men. Maybe. I don't know how to word it. I can see huh. it in my. I can see what I'm trying to say in my head, but <laughs> it's phallic. Cause, yeah, it's it's like a phallic way to kill somebody. Yeah. And interesting. I don't know. And you know what I Rita Mae Brown being a writer might have been trying to get that they're under the. I love the name drops as you pull up your phone. Not so subtly, you're like, Rita Mae Brown would say. I just <laughs> want to give credit where credits due, and Amy Holden Jones, the director, is also an uncredited writer. So they might have been, and she's upset that she's getting flack for the exploitation film. And what you said, yeah. if it wasn't for that, all the tits and ass. It would have been a really good horror movie. So maybe it was kind of an allegory for how women are treated. I also think that, like, this isn't, like, in terms of just straight horror, this movie isn't terrible. It has, like, a cheese factor. But it's not that, like, the boobs took that away. And when all is said and done, this is very much, like, I believe this to be a very feminist film. Yeah. Because it's centered around a group of girls basically trying to survive. You know, and the heroes are women. We have this female coach. Which I'm already ruining the movie you don't just in, see in horror. Yeah, we've got there there's no like male characters. Yep, here we go. Comment. Oh, your your tits are getting you getting you getting you're getting your tits in. Mine? <laughs> what the So fuck? here's the gratuitous nudity nudity gratuitous nudity power through it i know but again they're like 40 they're done with puberty yeah those boobs aren't going anywhere they're like your boobs are coming in they've been in for 30 years menopause they're not like (laughs) (laughs) they're about to go down here soon um i have to say that I think they got the least. This shot is so unnecessary. I know. It's just washing her butt. Yeah, she's showing the butt cheeks for like 20 whole seconds. I think they got the least coordinated girls they could find to play basketball, though. I did notice that as well. It was was painful to watch the one girl dribbling like Stanley Hudson. Yeah. It's so funny when you can clearly tell like an actor, like they clearly don't know how to play guitar or they don't know how to play the sport, you know. But... The girl that got to play Val was like kind of an all-star. And yeah. what bothered me in that basketball scene is this girl had the fucking shot. She was right under the net. She could have gone the layup. Yeah. No, she passes it to Val at the three-point the three point line who runs it up and makes the shot that she could have just taken. <laughs> well, if you don't know how to play basketball. I think they're just trying to establish a character. This is also one of those things you don't see anymore. Nobody takes showers after gym class. Did you? Yeah, and I have kind of a weird story about that. Oh, of course you do. It's because you're from Grand Island. My elementary school. Oh, boy, where is this going? (laughs) The gym coach's office had a big window. You showered in in elementary school after gym? 
It was like a K through eight. So it was like middle school. We started showing okay. because we'd start. I mean, we fucking stinky boys. Yeah. But he had a window that looked right into the showering area and he could see us and he would look at us. That's kind of weird. It wasn't weird back then because I didn't know any better. Because you're from Grand Island. Everybody in my middle oh, school was already saying horrible things about some of our gym teachers. Right. Well, and that, yeah. We're desensitized there were Omaha kids. There were kids, like girls in there that were like, he touches me weird. Yeah. I think I might just need teacher. to feed the cat. Dude, I hate Diane. Is there a more like unlikable name than Diane? Keith. Oh, I thought we were just looking at women's names. Yeah, Keith and Diane. I have never, I've never met. You know what? That's not true. I know one Keith that I like, and I know zero. I don't know him that well, but I feel like I should. I mean, mention I know Keith, but I like zero of them. <laughs> well, I should mention that I do like the one Keith I know because the one Keith I know that I like is probably going to listen to this, and I don't want him to think I hate him. Oh, Keith, he fucking hates you. He was talking so much shit before we got on. That Keith dude, he's turned into such a wiener. Halloween Town reference for all my buddies. I guess I'll just do this podcast alone. Oh my god, that drill, that looks infected. That gaping hole, black. Uh, in her head, oh. where it was drilled. That was, sorry, that was, am, that was ambiguous. Yeah, that's what I was looking over. <laughs> that gaping hole, which in this movie, that could be it one could of... It could be so many different things. It, it could be eye sockets. It could be, there's no sex in this. It could be buttholes. Does that, I can't, there's no sex in this movie. I mean, there's... I mean, there's almost sex. There's almost sex, but there. I don't think there's sex in this movie. I don't know. I wasn't honestly when I watched it. I wasn't watching it very vigilantly because I was trying to get the last episode up all at the same time. Can we fucking do anything? Fucking you do <laughs> it. <laughs> I've seen this movie like fifty thousand times. Well, I exported the la the Samurai Cop episode as a wave file. Mm -hmm. It was like two gigabytes. Yeah. And so I tried to put that up, and they were like, oh, "I'm sorry, it has to be two hundred fifty megabytes. So maybe like." A tenth <laughs> of or a hundredth of what that is. <laughs> and I was like, no, because <laughs> in my last podcast, I did have to break it up into parts and I yeah. didn't like that. So I then I realized that an MP3 is one second per megabyte. Mm -hmm. So 250 megabytes would have been fine if I would just convert it. Which yeah. I then, I then I did this for all the nerds out there. <laughs> I like that. how you do literally all the work for this podcast. And you're just trying to say like, well, this was really hard actually. And I had to do this. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm it's, and I think it would be kind of overstretching if I said it was hard because I already have presets made. All I'm doing is listening for volume inconsistencies and shit like defending Ted Bundy. <laughs> there you go. And, okay, so this guy gets into school. No one thought to... See, now schools, because of, you know, active shooters, potentially, every school has a buzzer system on it. All the doors lock automatically. Right, but back then, an intruder could walk in 
I mean, we've seen it in countless yeah. history, countless times in the last 30 years. Like, kids just walk in and mow people down. Yeah. But this is what, in the 70s, they should have been more prepared for guys with curly screws have you ever been, in. I'm guessing you haven't been hit by a drill bit that's turning? No. I have. I got hit, like, I was drilling something, it slipped off, and I poked into I my I bet leg. it felt pretty good, huh? It didn't do that. Like. Well, it didn't, this guy's really forcing it in there. I, I was pushing, like, it hit me hard, it bruised me, but it didn't cut me. But if you're not pushing forward, then it's just, it'll probably scratch you up with the pointy end, but part of it is the force going into it. I mean, and I guess it's ambiguous on what that bit is meant for, but like, unless it's for something like metal, yeah, like stainless steel drill bits, I don't think it's going to be sharp enough for him to just go, hey, and cut her arm wide open like that. Because there's a lot more blood than I would have expected, but also it's a Well, you're baby. underestimating how strong he is. I think I'm He's over. an escaped convict. He'd, he was smart enough to get out. I mean, we're, we are talking 70s prison, though. So. Yeah. My dad stole a penguin from the Henry Dorley Zoo in the 70s. Yeah, what? 80s. Yeah. What? Is that a felony? What would that be considered? I don't know. He never got caught. You're in, you know what's funny? He never like, got caught. So what does that mean? Well, in the 80s, the Henry Dorley Zoo basically just had a fence. Yeah. And the penguins were out in an exhibit much like the sea lions where it just looks like a giant bat. Yes, I do remember that because it was like that for quite some for time. For a long time. Yeah. So he's drunk with his buddies one night, hops the fence. They're going around. Uh, they almost get run over by a rhino. Um, Defending his buddies. And he always tells me in the middle of the story is, if you're trying to get a penguin, don't do it in the water because they're like bullets. Oh, yeah. He said he got hit in the leg and it fucked him up. Yeah. But he took this penguin, put it in his backpack. It was like a baby, like a puffin. puffin. No. And he gets home, wakes up the next day, and my aunt, who he was living with, Levi's mom, yeah, was like, Joe, what the fuck is a penguin doing in my bathtub? <laughs> and it basically equated to don't tell dad. Then they're eating dinner. And it's in the newspaper, and his dad's reading the paper at the table, as 80s dads How do. How has this never come up before? I don't know. I thought it was bullshit for years. Like, yeah. I like I trust I mean, him. you can look up those newspaper archives. Well, the funniest thing is, so, like, in the paper it says it, like, penguin mm -hmm. missing. And my, gr my grandpa goes, who the fuck steals a penguin? <laughs> it's, it's probably is your grandpa Danny Zuko? He was Italian as fuck. It sounded, it sounded more, it would have been, like, who the who the hell sees a goddamn penguin? <laughs> and my dad comes back with, who counts him? <laughs> <laughs> so the next day he goes and drives around. That's just around. like a good, like, Mitch Hedberg. Like <laughs> yeah. So he goes around, drives around the parking lot, and then just kind of shoes it out when he, like, is in a spot in where nobody's looking. Lot? Well, he's not going to come in. Hey, I took this. You want it back? But he could have just been like, oh, my God, I saw this guy wandering out in the parking lot. That's how you get blamed for it. But did anything happen where it came in the newspaper? Like, we found him. He's okay. Yeah, next day. Oh, penguin dear. found. Um, I wonder what a penguin's lifespan is, if it's, like, still there. So I'm telling this old guy I work with, Ron, mm -hmm. about it. Sorry, Ron, if you heard that. But you, you're, pretty, <laughs> you're pretty old. All right, get over it. But he was, he's about... I'm telling my coworker, old Ron. <laughs> he's a little bit younger than my dad. And 
now my dad's going to get mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling him that story. And he go, he stops and goes, that was your dad? I was like, what? And he goes, I fucking remember that. <laughs> I thought it was the funniest thing on the planet. <laughs> Yo, I wonder what the statute of limitations for stealing a penguin is. And now your dad's going to go to prison for the rest of his life. <laughs> my last name is nowhere. <laughs> no, it's on the Spotify. It's under your name. No, it's not. It came up on mine. It should be under Academy of Trash. Mm. I'm going to be pissed if my name's on it. No, I mean, it has, a, like, it just says, like, it was uploaded by you. Oh. Dude, how, where? <laughs> like, you're like, I can tell this story without any repercussions. Uh, your name's on it. Uh-oh. Yeah, but where, where did it show it? I was never given a name. Because <laughs> <laughs> here I just have like this, the description, which, did you read the description? Isn't that like what I said? Yep. I basically, nice. it was so good. Like I had to. <laughs> I can't crack my knuckles. I tried to do that. My coach, Steve. <laughs> I put my thick in a warm. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> the diaper barge. Also, who drills a peephole from the outside? Who drills a peephole, as I or thought it was? a peephole from the inside out. Like, if somebody's... Who's drilling peepholes at all? That's, I mean... I also love that the woman... But a lot of I love that they wrote in the woman as the carpenter. Like, the, the handy woman. Yeah, the handy woman that was, like, one of the set designers. And, yeah, that she's also a set designer... I love this. I love this woman power. I love the woman gym teacher. I love it all. I love the 16 mil. I wrote about this in a zine that I did about 16 millimeter films. Oh, man. Yeah. My grandma had those in like four different colors. They look like Mr. Potato Head shoes. I used to play with those shoes all the time. I'd have them walk around. Had them walk Not off a lot to do in Grand Island. But I just have a creative mind. I can play with anything. We had video games and stuff in Omaha. <laughs> just kidding. I was poor, but <laughs> I knew people who had video games. I don't know. You and I grew up in that weird limbo that was like... We couldn't really consider ourselves... I mean, you more than me. Uh, there's only two-year difference, well, yeah, but say, it's like, like two years we couldn't really be... We are 90s kids, but we didn't really get to fully experience that. Like, we didn't really... like. When you think 90s kids, you think someone who's like middle school age, mid-90s. Right. But we were... We, we were little kids. We experienced a weird state of transitions where it went from cassettes to CDs. Yeah. I mean, and we were pretty young for that, but it's still like. I, I don't CD remember cassettes. Cassette combos. I don't remember using cassettes. I do remember CDs very well. And I definitely remember the iPod transition. Yep. And then you would get LaserDisc. That was short lived, but really I cool. I remember floppy disks. I, I, I am old enough to remember dial up. Yep. Do you know what Laserdisc is? Uh, yeah. I think they're. I wish it never went away. Like I get the utility of it not really being there because they're yeah. heavy. Mm -hmm. But like a, a big fucking silver vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> I find them at Goodwill. I found one actually. I have one of a. It's the thing. Oh. Yeah, I have a thing Laserdisc. I almost that bought I framed up when I first moved here. I remember I only had like $40 to my name mm -hmm. and I almost spent all 40 of it on the original Star Wars trilogy on Laserdisc. <laughs> but then I was like, ah, I don't know if I have enough gas to make it 
next week. Yeah. Which, that, <laughs> well, that's a bummer. But this neighbor is not this. She's grating cheese now. But the neighbor we saw beforehand. Yeah. The one she, that took that drinking? doll out of the fucking trash. I thought that was the killer. Was that him? I think it was him because he was standing there talking to her. I think they did that to think like, oh, is he the killer? Even though we like see the killer's face. So right. That really takes that away. But, he but I still get weird vibes from the neighbor and he's like. He's creepy. Yeah. I'll make sure she stays out of trouble. Luckily, he gets murdered before he can do any anything, anything weird. There she goes. I think I need to invest in a... Uh, off topic, but I think I need to invest in a Thunderbolt cable so that the communication from the hard drive can be faster to the computer. I think that might be the problem we're seeing. Yeah, any nerds out there, if you have any cable ideas. <laughs> trying to give you some information that you can use in the future. Ugh, I guess. There's going to be one day where you're like, oh my god, I need to clone my system. Brett, can you help me? And I'll be like, I already told you how. <laughs> I'll just go back and listen to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a cat. I feel like the 70s ah, had a lot of jump me. scares that came from cats. I thought that was my cat. No, she's... Like, when I heard it, I was like, that's why she's I She's fat and happy now. Fast. She's like, I got it in my food. <laughs> and now she's laying by her bag again. Like, what do you have in there? Catnip? And, uh, not anything she would want. No, my cat doesn't like the catnip. That I, at least the catnip that I have. I haven't tried a different one. She gets mean. She's ma- she's an angry drunk. Marsh doesn't react much to anything except the meaty sticks. Has B ever eaten those those Sheba meaty sticks? Yeah. Oh, Marsh loses it every time. Like, and she also loves like pasta. Marsh can't have people food because he's old and his tummy gets too upset. I gave him eggs one time and he threw them up. The only people food I give B is Cheetos. But <laughs> she tries to steal my pasta all the time. He he will eat. My cat is skinny because he was emaciated, whether, you know, he had owners in the past who weren't feeding him or he had allergies, whatever the reason was when I adopted him. But he will try and get his hands on everything. If you set food or drink down, he'll go for it. He doesn't care what it is. <laughs> but he especially goes crazy for artificial cheese. So I he's right there with you. Him and B. Oh, I'd love to see him go at it. She <laughs> a, does a bag of Cheetos. She doesn't eat the Cheetos. She licks all the cheese. I'm off sure Marsh would. Well, Marsh is missing teeth too, so he licks up his food. Man. So yeah. Oh, here he is. Ugh. I was just leaving. Yeah. He's coming back. He's gonna try to get in some crazy six way. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so that line always gave me the heebie-jeebies where he was like, Trish, uh, if you don't tell you, I won't tell your parents if you don't tell them I scared you to death. Which, and that only means he's going to try something weird later. But Can we, no, I'm not even going to go into it. I was about to say, I was like, I'll save you the editing time, but I was like, creepy neighbors that do that aren't ever that handsome. He's not that good looking. I think he's a handsome man. Yeah, he's not like bad looking, but no. I, you know what? I, I don't think it is passable. It's not like um. <laughs> you don't think these seventeen-year-olds who could have any guy they want would do anything funky with that neighbor? Not any guy they want. I'm not fucking a seventeen-year-old. 
Well, I, well, I meant well. They're like, I mean, 60 any now, but <laughs> any guy they want who's also same age, yeah, they can yeah, get uh, yeah. Cool. Hence the dudes that are if like I, I if we were all seventeen, which I sometimes forget that I'm not, not in like a weird way, but like, <laughs> like I in a just. <laughs> Sometimes I forget that I'm not, especially when I'm talking to others. <laughs> they just, what's that line from Days and Confused? That's what I like about high school girls. I keep getting older and they stay like the same age. Gross. Fucking gross. It would have been better if you had said something about college girls. <laughs> because while it's still creepy, it's not illegal. Statutory. Yeah. They're smoking reefer. What's the weirdest thing you've ever heard someone legitimately call marijuana? Um, you know what moon rocks are? Yes. Um, I heard somebody call that weed cum. Huh. Which I was like, is your cum that chunky? <laughs> and he's like, no, it's just like goopy and it comes from weed. So it's like cum. I'm like, it could be weed diarrhea at that point. Like... <laughs> My, I had a teacher who I still love very much. I don't know if I covered this in the last podcast. Like there was a teacher in high school that, Mike, good old Mike. Like, what kind of love? Uh, Like, I very much as a teenager was like, one day I'm going to marry you. <laughs> like, I'd be like, oh, my God, he's so deep. He likes to read. <laughs> but he, uh, he called him... Left-handed cigarettes. Nice. I had this teacher in high school. God, and I hope my mom doesn't listen to this. But, because they were friends. <laughs> but I was in this reading class because I, I, was, I wasn't dumb, but I didn't give a fuck about school. Like, I never... Whoa, cool guy alert. No, you can just, like, you can ask my mom if you ever see her. Um, I ask my mom. I hated being judged by things like an A or a B. I didn't think it, because I remember arguing with her one time, being like, that's not the judge of how intelligent Ew, Sylvester Stallone was on that Playgirl magazine cover. He <laughs> was beautiful back then. But it's also a 12-year-old who's got it. Dude, yeah. I remember having a conversation. Well, it goes back to your, your teacher that you were in love with. But basically, I was in this class called <laughs> Reading RWI, and we always called it Reading with Idiots, because it really was like the dumb kid class. Yeah. And I just thought she was so hot. It was your mom's friend. Yeah. My mom's friend has got it going. It's not as catchy. I heard a bluegrass version of that the other day. That sounds fun. It was really good. And no, it's different because Mike was beautiful. Um, Sylvester Stallone was fine, but oh, like... Oh, I thought you were... Okay. I thought you were talking about mine. No. I don't know what your mom's friend looked like. Uh. Pretty lively the hell was i gonna say oh Stallone. i had a conversation that's weird to me because she's so young the little sister like already being i mean i guess the 70s was kind of in that like sexual liberation sort of thing i've never understood the idea of playgirl because like i think we can all agree that dicks aren't pretty i don't know if you can get something like tastefully shot not necessarily a wiener but like uh yeah i guess I saw some old photos of Shawn Michaels <laughs> did a Playgirl <laughs> shoot, and I I didn't hate the photos. Yeah. I was like, these are nice. Yeah, good these boudoirs. 
Yeah. We should look him up after. I encourage everyone to look up Shawn Michaels. Does Shawn Michaels have a good penis? I didn't see it. Oh, so it was like like the wrestling belt was like covering it. (laughs) (laughs) I got to say, before we do this, you have the best penis I've ever seen on a man. (laughs) No, but it's like it was weird to me. Boobs, more boobs. Anytime we watch a movie with boobs, which is going to be every week, probably. (laughs) Yeah, if we're doing horror movies. (laughs) Oh, I forgot my air horn. Is there? Were you gonna bring one? I said in last week's podcast that I was gonna bring one, but you oh were peeing yeah. while I said it. But you told me about it later. Eh, eh, eh. Do boobies? Does this happen a lot at like slumber parties? What? Do you just fucking fold, just drop trow and just change in front of everybody? Oh yeah. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I was not super comfortable with it, but I also wasn't i don't know did you guys have the windows open no see that's i guess where i think it's we weren't being stalked by our classmates but that was pretty i was kind of awkward so i did it was pretty usual for everyone to do it now it's now it's like nothing yeah yeah we are definitely desensitized is Uh, that normal for did that happen at your sleepovers no, and I think it's because of like the at least in my generation, it's it's way different now mm-hmm. because you know, it's it's not it's and it's going to sound horrible, but I think we can all agree in the 2000s it was we were told that gay stuff was bad. Yeah. And now everybody's a little more open and sexuality is fluid, gender is a concept because everybody's kind of realizing, hey, it doesn't hurt me if that dude's gay. Yeah. That's his life. Yeah. But we our, our middle school health classes failed us. Yeah. W- there was a, a level of trained homophobia, at least oh in yeah. Grand Island. Oh, yeah. And so, but it was like weird because. <gasps> a snail. Everybody in my class, I would, I lived. No. I always thought she was going to get her head chopped off there. I hate that. See, I know it's coming every time. Splits the. I love his shirt, though. I want it. When I you're almost wearing it right now. <laughs> I know. Um, but like I lived like three blocks from my high school. And when I was in football, I would just walk home and shower because I had all my stuff there. Yeah. And all my classmates were like, and I had long hair. So they like to be like, oh, Brett, you gay wide and blah, blah, blah. You don't want to take showers with us. You gay man. Dude, I just want like one kid be like, yeah, I'm fucking gay. But it was just so hypocritical because they'd be like making fun of me for th- them calling me gay. And then they'd be like, I'd hear them in the shower and be like, oh, Al- Adam, don't pee on me. Ha ha ha. And I'm like, what the fuck? Man. But also, how I don't know. It's weird to look back at that and be like, that's an insult that was regularly just whipped yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say, working with younger people. I do see now. I work with I'm sure female and non-binary students, but I it's, it's things are changing slowly but surely. Right. It is still a thing, especially in Call of Duty servers. But it's like, you know how many little kids are just going around just slinging the f word, yeah, and the n word. Call of Duty is just a bad place. I don't even know if people still play that. Yeah. So we saw that snail earlier, and. Uh, I thought about, I forgot about this. When I went on my solo road trip, one of them this summer, 
I went from on my drive from Tennessee to Virginia. I just was too lazy to like really actually pack up my sleeping bag. So I just like threw it or my like tent. So I just kind of like grabbed an armful of it and just threw it in my like hatchback. And when I set up my tent in Virginia the next day, there was a slug stuck to my tent. And I thought <laughs> it was super cute. And I don't know that I've ever seen a slug in person before. Ew. What is that? Uh, it's the oh, doll. the doll. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I didn't hear the line. And when I watched yeah. it, I was like, is that like supposed to be a head of some it's critter? My doll. It's my but doll. It's, it's, it's my the doll. doll. You know, I think about that slug a lot, actually. And I wonder if it's going to be like when those bullfrogs invaded Australia. <laughs> <laughs> like if I accidentally took that slug to Virginia and now there's going to be like a bunch of slugs. Bullfrogs are mean, dude. Uh, did I ruin slugs for you last week? Ah, uh, you reminded me now. No, I still like them. Makes me hate penises more. <laughs> <laughs> There's slug imposters. <laughs> I cannot get over. I love this Casio so much. Who does their homework in complete darkness? It's not that dark. There's a little light on it. Just the one singular light above her. I never liked doing schoolwork under like bright lights. Like, if I was doing it in here, I'd probably put, like, a blanket over that one. You got to set the mood. I just, I don't know, light always bothers me. Like, if I had this light on, it would be, like... Now I'm starting to think you're pretty sus for that vampire question earlier. Light always bothered me, and oh, I've never be really been a fan of garlic or <laughs> mirrors. Oh, fuck, I love garlic. All right, well, I'll you let you pass this time. <laughs> I've always said you can never have too much garlic in a dish, but... That was like the worst Shrek quote. Oh boy, yo, that guy yeah. was bent over all the way. And that's what's Gross. in Playgirl. Like I just, <laughs> I don't get the appeal for anybody at that. Ugh. Like men's asses are just. But you made I okay. So I started the sentence like five times and never finished it. Is I had that a because I'm interrupting you. No, just because we both talk a lot and then we just get off topic. Right. But I remember having a conversation in eighth grade with this, like, popular girl. And some guy said something, like, gross to me or us or something. And she kind of whispered to me because we were, like, confused. And it's about masturbation. And she was like, how do girls even do that? And I was like, I don't know. Like, we just didn't know. So it's just funny to me. I'm sure some girls knew. Not us. Not me and Kelsey. And... So it's just funny to me that this 12-year-old has, like, a play girl. Right. And she's, but she's not even doing anything with it. She's reading it like she's reading, like, the New York Times. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's just flipping through it like it's a fucking People magazine. There are people that will, like, recount their first orgasm they ever had and be like, it was an amazing experience. For me, it was horrifying. Oh I was no. like, what is this? Why does it feel weird? If I die, it's going to fall off. <laughs> it's like a bee when he stings and then his stinger and he dies. Yeah. Yeah. But you're still here. 
also the real miracle. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. What bothers me about this part? There's a couple things, but she has a flashlight, and they're using lighters. I don't know if you've ever tried to use a lighter for light. That's a huge flame on those lighters. Yeah, and they're holding it really close to their hair. My thumb would start to burn. Do I just hold lighters wrong? What? My thumb would start to burn if I hold a lighter for more than like five seconds. Are you keeping your thumb on like the wheel? Yeah. Don't do that. Keep it on the red tab away from the wheel. Because the wheel absorbs all the heat, and that's just aluminum. So heat's going to transfer really quickly through it. The more you know. Yeah, welding aluminum, worst thing. Because you just melt a hole in it like that. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is so dark. Yeah, and they're using these flashlights and covering them the front so they're not going to see anything in front of them. They're just going to get a good view of their hand. And they have a flashlight... And they're still use trying with the lighters. What is the point? Bless <laughs> you. Bless me. Whew. Thanks. What? Did you uh, say bless you? No. Oh. But it's like I'm supposed to wow, say bless you. Wow, rude. I'm supposed <laughs> to say bless you and you say thanks. So you said bless me and I said thanks. I don't know. The joke didn't land. And now I'm just mad that you didn't say bless you. I didn't know where your stance was on that. There are people who don't Say like kazoo it. Say tight. <laughs> kazoo tight. <laughs> Kazoos are tight. Kazoo. Well, there is. And then putting a fuse These in this. These fucking guys. Dude, are they cats? How is every man in this movie so quiet? I don't know. I'm pretty quiet when I walk. But she just pops a fuse in there with like the breakers on and everything. Like, it's so unsafe. She's, she's probably not scared of anything. She's probably a little bit sweaty from the fear. Maybe she has one of those. She has like a clogged pore thingy. Doesn't sweat as much. Or maybe she's just not scared. Yeah, maybe she was just cool as a cucumber in there. Yeah. Courtney. Courtney's kind of a little shit. She's annoying in this. Who's scared? I mean, I I mean, I'm not going to say it until it happens, but the way she scares her is so irresponsible. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. And these houses, do they ever say where they live? I don't think maybe on the radio station early. Why do they even? No, because on the radio station, it just said you won. And then she But didn't it it say like escaped convict or whatever? Oh, maybe I missed it. Michael Viella, who I'm going to guess played the guy, played our killer, Red Helter Skelter, to uh, transform into this character. That's Um, fun. This movie was made to be a parody? Huh? Parody of what? Rita Mae Brown wrote a screenplay for a parody of teen slash slasher flicks entitled It Sleepless Nights. However, when she submitted it to the producers, they filmed it as if it weren't a parody and retitled it Slumber Party Massacre. So as a result, it displays a lot more horror, both intended and unintended. Cool fact. Yeah, I don't know. It was neat. It seems like a serious movie. So, I mean, yeah, they filmed it in a way that it wasn't a parody. I hate that horn. A 70s. What car is that? 
Pontiac? I don't know. 70s Pontiac? Thunderbird. I don't know shit about cars. The Thunder Cougar Falconbird. <laughs> she, okay, so this is where I was like, is there sex in this movie? Because these two do stuff, but I don't, we didn't really see it, right? They don't do much. They have that weird close-up of his of him, like, fondling her booby. Yeah. Which I thought was a weird angle. I just, you don't see it outside of porn of just a close-up of one boob and a hand kind of caressing it. Yeah. The plot in Los Angeles, Trish Duvrow, an 18-year-old high school senior, decides to throw a slumber party while her parents are away in Venice. Oh. I figured it was in California. Also, my tummy's grumbling again, but I brought a I brought a snacky, so <laughs> yeah, I was say I'll eat when the movie's done. <laughs> we're gonna be here for a while, dude. She's so horny. We had a horny nurse last week, and now she she's like, "Are there boys? Are there boys? Well Where's the playgirl?" And how old is she? She's middle school age. No, she's not. That's what I kept saying. She's like twelve. That's like the 35-year-old woman they have to play a high schooler in, pe- in Pen 15. I've never seen Pen 15. It's I, I don't really like it. Well, you've talked about it quite a bit for someone who doesn't like it. I watched the first two episodes. Oh, is your favorite shot about to come up here? I mean, it's a nice-looking boob, but... Also, where's the... Where's that light coming from? Just that one light that's illuminating them from the bottom? It's... <laughs> Uh, Dude, that is these one two thing fucking I like that. goobers, why would they let them in? I don't know. I can't wait for y'all to die. <laughs> she seems like the Rizzo of the group. No, she's too sweet. I get, yeah, Rizzo's I guess. cold. But Rizzo is not nice. But she's definitely a no-nonsense. In that, there's the boob. Yep, there it's it like is. out of focus. Yeah, and he's just kind of... I'm it was a very weird, w- yeah. Hmm. I don't know how you're supposed to appropriately fondle a boob, but that's, I don't think it. Like, people, I just want you to know, I'm in my late 20s. <laughs> just put out like a Craigslist ad. I don't know. My boob game needs work. <laughs> I mean, it works for this guy. So, take a tip from this yeah. guy whose name doesn't matter because he is not integral to the plot. Right. Trish's arm candy. Don't go. Oh. I didn't really like Trish, but. Nobody likes Trish. That's also Diane. Trish. Fuck you, Trish. Fuck you, Trish. What does Tom Segura say about somebody named Trish? Oh, I don't know. Uh, there's a Kyle Kinane thing about. What? God, Trish. Oh, yeah. No, that is Kyle Kinane. Me and Nate, we're going to get that tattooed. What? Goddamn Trish? <laughs> what? God, Trish. Well, the uh, we were trying to think of lines from that bit because we would quote it all the time. Mm. Oh, you want to file it under an act of God claim? They play middle schoolers. Okay. It's pretty passable. Uh, if you watch the show. It's not passable? At least not in the first episode. I think there's a couple seasons. I think if now. you have small enough boobs, nobody cares. Yeah, but if you have like a widow's 
Peak and Crow's Feet. Well, Widow's Peak isn't a indicator of age. Uh, well, I said that when I meant to say Crow's Feet. <laughs> I was kind of hoping <laughs> we could just gloss over that. <laughs> but <laughs> like Crow's Feet and like Laugh Lines, and you don't have Laugh Lines when you're in eighth grade. I did. I do. I just try to tell myself it's from smiling and stuff. I don't really. Do I have laugh lines? I never really. I don't notice that stuff. Except for in my Well, I mean, you're looking at me right now. I don't think so. I don't think so either. And that's because I don't fucking smile. Yeah. I'm a man. Men don't laugh. We don't smile. We don't cry. You know what was interesting about... So, this movie and, like, the cover has and we see this all the time the two spread legs and you can see people through it but normally we see a woman's legs and there's been i can't remember the name of it but there was a documentary about that about all these movies that have a woman's legs kind of spread and how it is exploitative uh and it's not even like horror movies it's just movies in general you right. see these covers that have a woman's legs just headless nameless woman well, um, that's because, I mean, sex sells. Yeah. But here we have the killer's legs yep. and we're seeing the girl through it. Yeah. And the girl laying on the floor dead isn't even in the movie. <laughs> Do you notice that? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's is that not the blonde girl? Nope. I didn't think I saw her anywhere. And then I looked at the trivia for it. And yeah, no, that's. So who the hell is she? Actually, I think I did know that. Wait, so did she get replaced then? Because there's a different blonde girl. Well, I mean, um, there's like a million blonde girls in this movie, but uh, Andre Honor is the only cast member featured on the original theatrical one-sheet poster. The blonde woman lying oh, on I the floor this. is Jillian Kessner, who is not in the film. Hilarious joke. Yeah, right? Who plays that as a prank? Ah, these scamps. I love, I, that is something that is underutilized in horror, is an eye gouging. People underestimate, like, how, Clip. how visceral that reaction is when people see something happen to the eyes. Like, you see it used in um the zombie, the Italian movie. Um, Samurai Cop. Mm-hmm. And like here, now here it's a, like a cheese thing, but it's jarring. They, right. they do it in the birds, right? The I can see. Uh, I feel like people should use that more. I can see a scene where a guy gouges out another dude's eye, and it was a rough one because it looked really real. But I don't remember what it's from. It's happened. I can't remember what wrestler it happened to. Vader, maybe? Where his eyeball got popped out? Yeah, but that was for something else. It wasn't like getting gouged. It got caught. Yeah, it was an accident, but... And yeah, then he pushed it back fucked in. Fucked up, yeah. Oh, oh my god, I can see the floor right now, but uh, my head's up. Answer me this. So my sister, before Riddle I came over here, because we were talking about wrestling last week, what wrestler did this? The thumbs up and then just slowly went to the thumbs down. Who was that that did that? Oh shit! See, it was driving me nuts. I told her to text me if she remembered. Because you were like, "Yeah, it's a thumbs up," and you're like, "No." <laughs> It was that heel turn or whatever it's called when people go bad. Yeah. 
everything's gonna be fine. Oh no. <laughs> Are you looking it up? Trying to. It's kind of weird. To look I know. At. How do you word that? Pressler, thumbs up. Why were you chopping carrots? Dude, what 17-year-old is actually cooking a meal while their parents are gone? Oh, no, my internet went is out. Is it not Batista? I didn't think so. No, it's not Batista. Are you talking about, like, their special move? No, it was a thing. No, It wasn't even, like, a move, really. It was just a something that was utilized for a short time, I thought. Somebody knows. Tell us. Damn it. What is it? Wrestler. Let's try heel turn. Turn down. Uh, thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs up or thumbs down? This looks like it might be something. Or like, we don't even care about this movie anymore. We just want to know. Thumbs up. No, this is just... Wah. Well, yeah, now you just get up compilations of heel turns. I know. <laughs> what a scream. I guess I should do WWE. You're going to have to talk through this while I look up this wrestler. But you know what I'm talking about, right? I can see who I think it is, and but I can't remember it's his name. It's in like the John Cena, Randy Orton. I, I keep wanting to say Randy Orton. It's not. Right? Is it Randy Orton? Who's the guy that has, like, the flashy leather jacket with all, like, the. He's been around for a long time. I don't know. God damn. This is just, it's a wrestling. We need a separate podcast about wrestling. I really feel like it's Randy Orton. That's what I thought when my sister and I were talking about it. Because he went back and forth between being good and bad. Although it's I not felt Chris like Jericho, is it? No, I'm almost certain it's Randy Orton. We'll call it Randy Orton. We'll call it Randy Orton. Which then it makes my sister a poser because Randy Orton was her favorite. I just closed the well laptop. Just, just getting rid of the laptop <laughs> now, huh? I mean, I'm not going to judge you for it. I still... I'm capable of doing all this research on my phone. Y'all, I'm so excited for these perverts to die. I can't believe that was done on a Casio. The burr, 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 burr. You just go to the low end. Yeah. Like, they did a lot for it being a Casio. This movie got $3.6 million at the box office. That's crazy. I mean, it's a pretty good movie. And it doesn't have a terrible Rotten Tomatoes, either. It's a lot of different reviews. <laughs> oh, that would be so sad to die with your mouth open like that. I guess Just die like a... Oh, God. You get die it. like a real wiener. I love the goose lamp. I want that so bad. Oh, my God. That is amazing. How have I never, like, retained that before? How has <laughs> that never stuck with me? <laughs> Levi stabbed me in the shin one time with a skewer. <laughs> Does this have to do with Goose Lamp? 
No, it has to do with the way that guy was screaming because oh. I did the same scream. Mm-hmm. Like he stabbed me with it. It went in like half of an inch. And I was like, it's on Amazon. Is it? And Miles Kimball must be who it's sold by. Yeah. He might, how much? 25 bucks. Yo. Yeah, be ready to see that in here next week. Honestly, I'll be so happy if you get this lamp. I kind of want it too. Not kind of. Oh, I exit out all my tabs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm so, I got so excited. I just closed it. Ghost lamp. And then just. Oh. I'll make a little stand for him on my desk. How do you think B will react to Goose Lamp? Oh, she'll be besties with him. She's gonna break it. Just rub too. Cl- too <laughs> yeah, she'll she fucking rubs up on things like she's a wrecking ball. <laughs> Where is she? Is she right behind me? She must have left. I keep forgetting you have that little cat door in here. It's so cute. But it's so loud. Like in the middle of the night, I'll just hear. That also, that might not be the door's fault. It might be your gigantic cat's fault. Gary gets stuck in it. Like if I don't have the door all the way latched, which I kind of really have to push on this mm-hmm. door because it's not, it doesn't fit good. Yeah. He will open the door trying to walk through it. <laughs> and then he walks into the closet and he's like, <laughs> panics and stuff. <laughs> it's dark in here. I'm stuck. My cat does this thing where if we're in a room and he wants to get out, he like doesn't understand that the door only opens from one way. So he goes to the side with like the bolty things on it, like the hinges, and he'll put his face in it and be like, I want out. I want out. I want out. <laughs> and I'll try and open. I'm like, you got to move. And he just mouse. He's like, ah, ah, ah. I'm like, it's over here. <laughs> Yo, they the people when they talk about this movie, they talk about this scene. The fact that they're still eating the pizza with this dead guy, this dead delivery guy in the room. They're like, I mean, like, this is scary. We wouldn't want the pizza. I mean, we can't be scared with an empty stomach. This is Alfredo's pizza. I can't let this go. Yo, did I tell you when I went to Scranton, they actually have an Alfredo's pizza there? Do they also have pizza by Alfredo? I don't think so. I think they just had the one. Because if it was pizza by Alfredo, they probably would have left it and yeah. tried to take care of that dead man. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing because he's <laughs> dying, but I but just really wanted these little shitheads to die. Well, and it's just what he's doing. He's just like... <laughs> you know, I've watched enough documentaries on horror movies that like that's a pretty common thing. Especially in like the later Friday the 13th movies and Nightmare on Elm Streets is you start to see with these the rise of the slasher and all these like straight to video movies. Mm. You start to see a lot of, like I said earlier, nameless, sometimes even faceless characters. And you're cheering for them to die. Because you're not getting a chance to familiarize yourself with who they are. So there's no connection made. But you're familiar with Jason. Yeah. And you want you just want. So you're identifying with him and you want him to kill these people. Yeah, I mean, you go and see the like 60th Jason movie that comes out and you're like, all right, I'm here to see him bust some heads and. Yeah. Murder some teenagers having sex. Yeah. 
I love how that gets like I talk about how nudity is used in lieu of a plot device in these movies. Like they're like, yeah, we don't really know what we're doing in the writing in the way of writing, so we're just gonna throw some boobies in there and make you happy. It's for the a musical minute. equivalent of like a la 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 la. Yeah, like <laughs> something you always know is gonna be there. And you're like, oh yeah, this movie, you know, that's a plot hole, but man, there's just some nice boobs. And like you'd get distracted enough, you're like, I don't even remember what this movie's about. And I feel like the creators of Friday the Thirteenth really understood that and didn't want people giving them shit for it, so they made it the whole plot. Like all the camp counselors were having sex, yeah, and didn't see him dying, so now he's pissed about anybody getting laid. Yeah. So that's why you see all these teenagers dying mid fuck. Not in this movie. No, but I think that's the only horror series where that con- consistently has nudity where I'm not like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's such a la- it's lazy writing. <laughs> I have a bone to pick with Hollywood. Take out a piece of paper. Dear Hollywood. Well, you have an accumulated five minutes of just Oy. jiggle. Yeah. Like. She's got her swiper across the throat with that shit. Zerp. Yo, and they're not having any reaction to their friends dying. Fight like or flight, man. I saw a dead squirrel this week and it traumatized me. They're watching. I wasn't even there when he died. <laughs> they're watching people they known forever get murdered in front of them and not even. A, ah. <laughs> But they're reacting the best way because then they're like, well, I don't want to die, too. So we got to do something about this. I always wonder. So and I hope they're armed. Yeah. I hope to never find out because I don't want to be in a situation like this. But I wonder, like, if that is that fight or flight, would you have that reaction of like, oh, no, and break down and then potentially lead yourself to getting murdered? Or would you have that adrenaline kick in of like. I got to fucking go. Well, you see it all the time with these people who have like tragedies going on and yeah. they're like handling it with yeah. so much composure. And I think that goes back to what I said that women are more mentally tough than men. Yeah. I've heard a lot of that on um, my favorite murder. Like this one gal who was 15, I think they said at the time. And this fucking lunatic, this piece of shit, like raped her and tried to kill her and cut off both her arms from the elbow down. And thought she was dead and, like, threw her out of a car. And it was rainy. This is, like, the 70s or mm. 80s. And she knew she was going to bleed out. And this is pre-internet. Right. She just, like, fucking knew. She must have just read books or something. And it was raining out, so she covered her arms in mud. So it would form into, like, dirt and basically be like a tourniquet. Right. Like, the resilience of a young girl. Or, like another story about some lady who was a nurse and she was being attacked because her husband hired a hitman, and she was like i'm not going down without a fight and what? she was like if i'm gonna die i'm gonna at least make sure they find you right and she was biting him and scratching him so his skin would get under her nails and in her teeth well and you so you smart. see it all the time if you in movies even that men in these situations go one of two ways and every once in a while there's a third way but it's always Oh my god! I can't. Well, this guy. This, oh. And then, then there's the guy that's like, "Yo, this guy's not gonna kill me." 
And then he dies because he's being a dumb piece of shit. Either too wimpy or too manly. Yeah. But every once in a while, you get like the crazy dude that yeah. sets up traps <laughs> and is like, we're going to fucking end this. He turns into a. Uh, not Mouth. What's the guy's name from. Again, Goonies, who has all the booby traps? Racist, by yeah. the way. That's probably Bo- racist yeah, character. The, the booty trap kid. <laughs> Did you say booty trap? That's what he says. Booby trap. He's saying booty trap. He's saying booby. He just has an accent. But they think he's saying booty trap. No, booby trap. They correct him. They're like, you mean booby traps? Like, yeah, booty traps. I like how you gave him like the R's when really, <laughs> like they just gave him. I don't think he actually talks like that. I need to do more research. Oh, shit. This guy came in through the window. When this is over, I'm looking it up. If I remember, I'll forget. It'll be gone with the wind by the time this movie's over. Oof. And the Canadian tuxedo again. Didn't we see one of those last week? That needs to come back. It is back. It's yeah. not fully back. Like you're not gonna see it every time you like go out grocery shopping. Although this is Nebraska, so you probably see it a little more than usual. I love this actor's crazy eyes. His name was Data. Data, that's it, yeah. That noise was so unnecessary. Uh, like you can see the birds floating above his head. <laughs> cuckoo, cuckoo. Wow, what a nonchalant Yikes. stab. That is a man who just is a stone cold killer. But that's, I, I wonder that too. Like when killers, when you're in that, in that moment, are you, if anybody's murdered anybody, write in, let us know. No. <laughs> But, like, we it's a fight or flight in. thing, right? Like, Jeffrey Dahmer, we talked about him last week, and I was listening to stuff on him this week. Um, he was fucking hammered every time he killed somebody, supposedly. Right. Maybe Be- I have to imagine, because, like, who can just kill somebody? You would either be like, <laughs> I can't do it, or you have that adrenaline, like, I'm going to fucking kill him. Yeah, but then you do it, and then I'm sure there's a level of paranoia, like, did somebody see me? I'm going to get caught. And then then you're out on the street and you think everybody's Although obviously at you. I'm not making excuses for serial killers <laughs> and then I have to text you and be like, "Brett, can you cut that part out where I yeah. make excuses <laughs> for the serial killers?" <laughs> uh But there's obviously mental issues. Like right. you're not But here's the thing. You and I have openly talked about having mental issues, but we don't kill people. You know a lot of serial killers are left-handed. Are you left-handed? Yep. That doesn't bode well for me. <laughs> You're like, maybe you should be a lot fucking nicer to me. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that noise? <laughs> Somewhere between a horse and a ghost. Dude, Courtney, I guess they don't know there's a killer loose yet. But I was like, fucking get it together, Courtney. Courtney, quit fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's nice, though. The recording's actually going pretty strong now. That the I noticed that. And it's weird that it's doing that when the movie's going, but when it wasn't really going... I mean that's good, I guess. Yeah, no, and I not I just for felt you when you want to record not a movie, but well, and I just felt the computer because usually it's like molten by now. Oh yeah, is it hot? It's warm, mm. but it's not like oh shit. And I think Wash that's because because the hard drive is just a fucking yeah. magnet spinning on a disc, so it's getting generating friction. Do you ever use? Uh. Do you get clothes dry cleaned? A couple of them. 
But like, is is it like nice clothes? It's not like t- yeah, you don't like, dry clean like t-shirts. Like I have a wool pea coat. I love this fucking gag. <laughs> Who put her in the fridge? <laughs> by the way, did he do that? I would. <laughs> if I went through and killed somebody that lived with other people, I would put them in the fridge or something. You're like, listen, I'm gonna go to jail. I might as well get a good laugh out of it. Yeah, if you do something like murder someone, like you gotta have fun with it. Yeah. Like I just I asked about the dry cleaning because they have Oh god. What he must have really shoved her in there. How did right, she fall backwards? She, yeah, what was she caught on that her lower half stayed in and she just went uh upside she's down. caught in that like meat drawer like her leg is bent backwards into it. She's got she's got her feet in some like pimento cheese. <laughs> some also, like what happened to all the shelves that are in there? Where did he put those? That they you think he had to like jigsaw? He had to Tetris her into there? Yeah. Because you would think it's just a quick shove job, but there's, yeah, there's shelves. So he would have had to take them out and put them somewhere. And then the things that were on the shelves. It's not even worth he, it at that point. What did he do? Just toss all the shit that were on the shelves just on top of her? <laughs> yeah. Well, this can't go bad. He was like, Luckily, they, they need to go grocery shopping. God, l- lucky for me. If this mayonnaise sits at room temperature too long, it's going to be inedible. So I, I better put it back. I've actually been hearing stuff that... <laughs> I, I've been talking to some people, and I'm in with a lot of the local mayonnaise folks. Uh, but I heard that mayonnaise can just... It's fine sitting out. It is. But if it sits out too long... Oh, I thought that that was going to be breaking news. No, I've worked, most of my jobs have been food service. And we leave ketchup oh no, this and mayonnaise fucking guy. out. Ketchup's fine in room temperature, too. But yeah, but mayonnaise feels, there's something gross about mayonnaise. Well, mayonnaise and it's just, just egg and oil. Like, why is it always so gross to us? Because it's like egg, oil, and lard. It's like just straight up fat. Yo, this dude, I want, like... You know how they have those videos on YouTube of like lawyer breaks down this video. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you're like Navy SEAL yes. talks about the I want like a psychologist to break this down and diagnose this man. Because I am so curious about what in his brain is saying like ah, time for a nappy poo, you know? And he's not flashy in his killings, but he's definitely setting things up to generate fear. So he's, and I, I talked about it with Ted Bundy last week, and I can't remember, because there's like a, some people are about the killing, some people are about like the reward after the killing. It's a process versus something, I can't remember what the Have technical term is. the house that Jack built? No. That's all about, um, you know what, I can't really put it into words right now. Like he's killing... So that he can set up photos. So it's kind of like a thing after the killing. He makes he puts them in poses and then takes pictures of them. Yes, I understand murders as she views them a towering work of art. Oh, so it's almost like a Jeepers Creepers. Sort of. He puts them in a freezer and puts like coat hangers on their arms. So if oh he okay. wants one to be doing a thumbs up, <laughs> he makes it so they freeze that way and yeah. then pops them on the couch. Takes photos. Yo, again, badass women in this movie. And I think there's a higher male body count, right? We need to James A. Janice this shit because we've got... How many women have been killed? N- right now? So men, we have the neighbors dead, 
pizza guy, two perverts, boyfriend. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Where's your other thumb? Um, but so we have. So we got the Pontiac guy, three, pizza guy. It's only two four perverts. girls. Yeah. So it's, yeah. It's More men have been killed in this movie. No, there was the woman at the beginning. Yeah, oh, and the other girl. Damn it. They're outnumbered. By one. We flipped it. And all the men we've met in this movie are dead, so it's not going to go back. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Every man we've seen. But again, I love the badass women, though. Because it's not like dad comes to save the day or boyfriend comes to save the day. Hey You've got a fucking middle school girl, a fucking gym coach. Oh. Now, I wonder how much this movie took from, oh, here she comes. Yeah! <laughs> I would have thrown my whole body into it to make sure yeah. it really goes in. She just walks up. Hey! <laughs> but I guess you bring up a good point, though. We didn't get to see a lot of men in this movie. Not that we saw a ton of women, either. But I mean, we saw a locker room full. If we're doing, like, comparing numbers... I mean, yeah, but in terms of, like, characters we were introduced to, right. more of these women are surviving. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. But that's, I mean, that statistic, there's more women than men in it. You know, like, yeah, s- there's a flaw in that statistic. Like, if you looked on the Internet and searched, mm-hmm. like, the average number of people who yeah. have two arms, you get like 1.9. Mm-hmm. So on average, you have you have above oh, the average boys. amount of arms yeah. compared to the other average human. And that's just because in the pool, there are some people who have one arm. Yeah. Then you have that statistical flaw looking at the median, mm-hmm. which... I mean, he's like, I had one line in this movie, Brett. <laughs> yes. More women are going to survive because more women are present. Yeah. But that just brings me back to my main point. The women in this movie are fucking awesome. Right. Because right. you have the this pair of sisters across the street. One who is very young. They come over to kick some ass. We've got the main character who's here to kick some ass and well also the surviving member of the sleepover. Then we got this girl who's wielding a machete about to fucking well cut that's this the, dude the down like sister, a tree. Yeah. Yeah, that's and Val. we had the, the female gym coach. Yeah. Bullshit. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> How fucking hard is she swinging that machete to break a drill bit? <laughs> that's fucking tight. To be fair, that drill bit has gotten a lot of wear and tear today. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> My fingies. Do you ever think about... Dude, that's so scary. That, just the the inaudible kind of noises. It's like Black Christmas when he calls on the phone. That's so scary to me. It's just saying stuff that doesn't make sense. Yeah. That he can't even create a sentence. Do you ever think about if you were actually in this situation, would you be able to, like, kill another person to survive yourself? Oh, yeah. I think about that, like, too much. Me too. I used And to I'm sure I would be able to, but it's not. It's it's going to scar me pretty bad. Really? Like, I know. So I'm sure it would scar me. But I'm sure it would scar anybody, but most people would be like, yeah, I was going to fucking die. I think I would just be so mad. 
about the situation. Like, this motherfucker yeah. comes to my house and is going to kill me? Fuck him. I am sick of these motherfucking murderers with these motherfucking drill bits. Yeah. Yeah, and the audacity to come at me with a drill bit. And one hand. And one hand. Does he think he's the he's um Jack from Evil Dead? <laughs> you mean Ash? Yep. <laughs> Ash. <laughs> I knew I was wrong when I said it. Oh, shish kebab that mo- Ooh, gross. That's a good screen. Yeah, so now they're reacting because they know it's like over. Yeah. That's it's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, cuz now yep, the adrenaline wears off. Yeah. And now you have to got to deal with it. Yeah, she ain't never going to be the same. It's just like all y- when you see like a woman in an argument with like their significant other and they're holding composure the whole time then as soon as it's over that's when they break down a little bit <laughs> we're just gonna play summer oh. camp nightmare oh, Jesus. um yeah i don't know i haven't experienced that but i'm quick to get emotional yeah. i don't fight with that many people but so cool all right again as previously stated one of my favorite movies in the entire world. Um, so that also that movie also just ends. Yeah, there was no yeah. credits that threw me off. There were credits, very short credits, but there were credits. Oh, was it showing credits there? Yeah, very short credits. So on a scale of one to five, bloody drill bits. One being, you thought this was actually a passable movie, per usual. The scale is going to remain the same. The numeric system will be a little bit different, but... But we'll always have new listeners, so we may as well... Yeah. And five. Five bloody drill bits being, you would never want to see this again. This is the worst movie. Doesn't even belong in hell. Yeah. Um, I would show it to your worst enemy. (laughs) (laughs) I'd give it a one. I think it's a really solid movie. Do you think that it is a standalone horror movie without the cheese factor? Because obviously that brings it up to that 70s, 80s. Yeah, I don't think it's really that cheesy. I think it's another one of those movies that's definitely a victim of the resources and Mm -hmm. budget. So it gets that rap. Yeah. But like if you had seen this when you were like 11, do you think it would have scared you? Probably no more, no less than Friday the 13th would. Or Halloween. Yeah. Probably closer to Halloween. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I think it's a good horror movie. I don't think, I mean, it would be probably better without all the weird nudity setting up into it. Thanks, Roger Corman, you fucker. Roger Corman, who put nudity in there for nudity's sake. It wasn't like. That shower scene had no plot. Yeah, uh, nothing. There was help. there was no character development. It showed you their own development. Yeah. Boob joke. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, outside of all that, I think the movie's really well done. I liked. 
do you think the, the fact that no continue i like the perceived realism of it all like mm-hmm. a lot of these slasher movies will have the guy do big wind-ups when he's about to stab you and big shows made of everything but this guy seriously just straight up home invasion he just kind of came in had some kind of mental problems and was like i'm just gonna kill him yeah now <laughs> i'm asking for a man's opinion on this but do you think the fact that this movie, aside from Roger Corman's funding and kind of manipulation of the film, do you notice any difference in this movie as compared to something done by, say, Wes Craven or John Carpenter? Yeah, because... Like, what, what, do you, what is a noticeable difference that you would maybe be able to pinpoint that women were, were uh, uh, an important factor behind the scenes? Now, in both of those movies, there would be like female main characters but in like the craven films or what have you even john carpenter they're really just the same trope the skittish pretty slutty just there for their boobs to come out Mm -hmm. they die pretty early on and usually have if nothing else insinuated sex for no reason Except for there, there's always one. We've always got the Sydney. Yeah, you've always got the or Sydney. the Lori. Yeah, the Sydney and the Lori are the only and and we're not shitting on them by any means. No, it's just it is what it is. Yeah, and like the Sydney and the Lori, while they are definitely strong women in that, yeah. they're kind of undersold. Yeah, because they're always the ones that are like the only ones that are really talking sense. And it's all yeah, and it's really kind of saying like. These one and two women are capable of yeah. actually being smart. And in this, you bring up a good point that we're seeing a lot of women who are very capable here. Now, some of them, you know, fell victim to the circumstance of but just a guy in the room with a drill bit. But, but that's not a female thing. That's a people thing. Yes. Because like even with the men, it goes one of two ways. Yeah. They're macho or they're wussies. Yeah. And we saw a cool thing here, which was we have multiple. In fact, all of the women in this movie were competent. Right, and right. A lot, most of them held decent composure in the face of very real danger. And again, as we kind of pointed out earlier, uh, the young sister was a huge part in taking this guy down. Yeah. And we have kind of all these ages from this young middle schooler to the high schoolers to the gym teacher, all women, all competent, smart. They know something's going on, um, and they take this motherfucker down. It's definitely... Kind of a needle in the haystack of horror movies. Yeah. There's really there's nothing like it, really. I would love to see more, which is funny because when you talk about these 80s slashers, like kind of these almost snuff film or exploitation films, this is one that comes up a lot, but I will fight it till the day that I die about like, this is a feminist film. Obviously, Roger Corman got involved, blah, 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 blah. But this film, like there needs to be more women in horror or less just less straight white cis men well doing I think stuff. the difference between this and other <laughs> what was that the th- it's doing the thing <laughs> do you remember not really well, i don't remember <laughs> where i was going with that uh i think a lot of the the difference though between this movie and a lot of those other ones is 
the fact that the females aren't just being used as a plot device they're like the the focal point Mm -hmm. of it yeah i like that like this movie puts women in the driver's seat and you're starting to see that and stuff with like jordan peele Right. right where that's also been a thing in horror movies the the one black character dies off early. You know, you have movies make fun of it, like not another and teen movie. Well, he doesn't die, but, you know, scary but movie. But he plays all the tropes in a, a not another teen movie. Yeah. So Which, and they're cool always like the ghetto stereotype. Yeah. And that's so they even play into that not another teen movie where he says that. Remember the guy walks up to him at a party? <laughs> the other black guy, and he's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm supposed to be the only black guy here. Yeah. <laughs> but it's... You start to see it with like these Jordan Peele films where all your characters are of color and um, that that really doesn't, I mean, with like us, that really didn't have anything to do with their, and I only saw the movie once and maybe I'm just a novice, but like it didn't really have anything to do with their color. They were just the characters. And I think that that's really important. Yeah, I think that that's important to like well, see women as human beings, see people of color as human beings, see right. It's not like supposed to be like a like a thing that's important in it. Like you said, a plot device. Yeah, you know, to move it along. Well, and it's even less important in. Um, nope, we're talking about the same movie. I don't know <laughs> why when you said us, I thought you because it's get an important out. part of Get Out, but that's that's a racial commentary. Yeah. So that one it is kind of important. But yeah, in us yeah. it's really no there's no attention being brought. Yeah. It's yeah. just it just is. It's just about a family who happens to be of color. Yeah. And so I I think that's really cool. I I know uh, obviously everyone feels this way, but love Jordan Peele, love what he's doing, and I hope that you know People continue to follow in his footsteps, and we're seeing more. I hope more he continues to follow in his footsteps. Uh, I want to see more of his movies. He's I only got too. two. And to keep up stuff like, you know, so that we can see more movies like um, fucking Diablo Cody. What is the Megan Fox? Jennifer's Body. Yep. I mean, that's a little cheesy because yeah. it's mid-2000s. Everything then is cheesy. But see more women-based movies like this. See more horror movies with people of color um more lgbtq folks just more representation to like you know but without them being these yeah without without putting it in there so you can have the clout to say oh yeah i made a movie with these people in it yeah but so i love this movie um hardcore feminist hardcore horror movie lover i think this movie is great i get really excited when women are involved in just about anything (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but especially when they're the heroes. Yeah. So, yeah, this this movie gets a thumbs up from us. Yeah, it was a pretty good one. I um, think that's a good point to wrap up on, <laughs> I suppose. I don't know. We got to figure out a way to end these things. Ah. We're ah s- we'll just let it come know. to us. We got more. There's one more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well... I hope the next slumber party I have doesn't end up in a massacre. Well, that's a way to popcorn, perhaps. Later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>